Hello, and welcome to a special Here's Johnny's Reviews. As it's Paddy's Day, I have decided to do Leprechaun. Now, don't worry, I'm still going to do the Gillies franchise, but this is a one-off special. What can I say about Leprechaun? But this is the movie where Jennifer Anderson was so embarrassed by, she tried to squash it by allegedly spending $1 million to have all the copies crushed. However, I'm not sure that is true, because it's, this was readily available back at the time of release, back in 2003, and I bought it when it first came out. However, in seeing all the research says, this only sold 100,000 copies, so maybe she did squash it. On with the show, pour yourself a Guinness, have a Jameson's chaser, and tuck into a bowl of yuck, lucky charms. Starring Warwick Davis, Jennifer Anderson, Ken Ortland, Mark Hutton and Robert Gorman, directed by Mark Jones. The plot, an evil leprechaun will go to the extreme lengths to get his pot of gold back, and he has now set his sights on a rich bitch, Tori, and her hired house painters can he be stopped before the luck runs out. The movie opens on a set straight out of Xena, Warrior Princess, and we first meet the leprechaun, played by Warwick Davis as he sits in his cave counting his pot of gold. It then cuts to a limo getting driven into a farm and out staggers Dan O'Grady, played by Shade Duffin. After polishing off a bottle of Jameson's, he explains to his wife his sudden wealth. His wife, Mrs O'Grady, played by Pamela Munt, who doesn't believe his story about finding a leprechaun and his pot of gold. After being tricked into letting the leprechaun out of her husband's suitcase, Mrs O'Grady is quickly killed by the leprechaun by getting thrown down a flight of stairs backwards. So, when Dan O'Grady comes back from hiding the gold from the leprechaun, the leprechaun tells him his wife is dead. So, off he goes to get a British service revolver and a four-leafed clover. After shooting him dead and nailing the leprechaun in a crate, Dan suddenly dies of a heart attack, just like that. Ten years later, we meet a rich bitch Ellie Bratt, Tori Redding, played by Jennifer Anderson, and her dad JD, played by John Sandiford. As she's bitching and moaning about taking out of her cushy Ellie lifestyle, gotta say, the farm doesn't look that bad a shape for having been abandoned for over ten years. Ah, Jennifer Anderson and her real nose. So, they tour the house, and all she can do is bitch and moan about this not being Beverly Hills, and it not having a pool, nor a shopping mall anywhere near. They all wanted to play up this rich bitch angle, didn't they? <laughs> Quick question for you. Are tarantulas American? I thought they were South American, not from North Dakota. She storms out of the basement after seeing a spider and tries to call a hotel for a room. After she bumps into the local hunk and house painter Nathan Murphy, played by Kent Orland, the two banter about it not being it being the 90s and not being the 50s. And boy is it ever with her short dress and his curtained mullet hairstyle and awful, awful dress sense. And all of a sudden she's staying. We then meet Ozzy, played by Mark Halton and Alex. Yet another wise-ass 90s kit, played by Robert Gorman. Ozzy, being, how should I put this politely, slow, talks about UFO landings and weird little aliens, and I'm getting bloody critters flashbacks. No. So, of course, smart-ass Alex tells him to shut up, and 
no more lies or bullshit stories and no more crap about magic. Once again, a preteen has a fully grown adult as a best friend. Gotta love the 80s and early 90s where things were a lot more innocent. Meanwhile, in the basement, Tori sneaks down to give Nathan a glass of iced tea. She trips and awakens the leprechaun. Nathan tells Tori the backstory of the O'Grady's and she takes a piss out of him for being a house painter. God, what a bitch. Outside, little brat Alex pours paint over simple Ozzy while cleaning up the leprechaun tricks simpleton Ozzy into letting rid of the crate, freaking out Ozzy. So he runs off to tell Nathan and the rest and of course they don't believe his story. So they go investigate the basement and find nothing but a huge rat. Outside the house, Ozzy sees a rainbow and finds the end of it and also finds the leprechaun's pot of gold, which of course Brat Alex takes off him, not listening to Ozzy's warnings of leprechauns and magic. Even though the bag magically appears out of nowhere, Alex doesn't take heed. So Ozzy swallows a gold coin after trying to bite it to find out if it's real or not. So of course Alex hides the bag, taking one coin to get it checked to see if it is actually real indeed. Not so subtly does Alex tell Ozzy that they can use the gold to make him smarter so no one will make fun of him anymore, but at least not his face anyway behind his back. God, what a little prick this brat is. Back at the farm, Tori and Nathan are painting the house in a horrible blue and red combo. She goes to get another pot of red paint at the truck and a leprechaun rubs her leg and scratches her while running off. They hear a cat in distress and think that's what's cut up Tori's leg. So off they go investigate and surprise it's the leprechaun and it bites Tori's dad's hand. So it's off to the hospital as the leprechaun falls in a kiddie's trike in some terrible fast forward scenes. Alex takes Ozzy and a coin to a coin collector, Joe, played by John Voltstad. They leave the coin, so the leprechaun kills him with a pogo stick, jumping on his lungs and his face and stomach. It then steals a toy car and it's off he goes. We now meet luckless deputy Trippet, played by David Primitor, as he pulls off the leprechaun and the leprechaun smears jam over his face oh sorry no tries to pull his face off that is even though it's terrible visual effects it's back to nathan and tori's date at a local diner where she moans about not having fancy early food but having greasy spoon food cheap whiskey and warm beer then it's back to the deputy and a shot straight out of evil dead as the leprechaun is chasing him down they play hide and seek until the deputy cracks and then he's quickly off by the leprechaun with a snap to the neck back to tori and nathan's date and she's grossed out by nathan's meatloaf and she spews out she's a vegan until nathan points out her shoes are leather and she's a bloody hypocrite at the farm the leprechaun breaks in to look for his pot of gold until he finds a box of lucky clover which was supposed to be Lucky Charms, until they saw the movie and asked for it to be removed. So the leprechaun eats a handful and spits them out. After trashing the kitchen, the leprechaun digs out all the boots and shoes and polishes them up. Later that night, Tori and Co are back at the farm, finding the kitchen trashed. They try to tell Tori that it was either a possum or a bear. Bear, sorry. <laughs> Since when do bears polish shoes? Hmm, so she storms off. However, Seconds later, she comes back, saying it's far too dark for her to go out. 
After cleaning the kitchen, they hear a trike bell and investigate, finding Ozzy with the bell in the hall. So Tori looks for her purse and Nathan, che Nathan checks out the house. They hear the bell again. However, it's not Ozzy. So Nathan looks around the farm and walks into the leprechaun's bear trap. So the little leprechaun taunts him and Nathan fights him off with a torch. As the others come out to find out what the noise is, they attack the leprechaun using sticks and boulders. So Alex runs off to get a shotgun. As Ozzy is on the phone to the sheriff's office and of course they don't believe him about the leprechauns and UFOs and aliens so they mock him openly on the phone. So Alex gets a gun, tosses it to Nathan as he blows away the leprechaun. So Ozzy drags smartass Alex to safety. I say let little punk be the leprechaun's next victim. After all he's nothing but a little wise ass punk. They go inside the farmhouse and treat Nathan's leg. Then it's off to the hospital, but not before some lame attempt at suspense, as the paint truck won't turn over. So Alex has to try and fix the dis distributor cap. At surprise, it's the leprechaun has trashed the engine, and the he attacks the gang. Torin uses the truck's lighter to fight off the leprechaun, and it runs off into the bar, where in true A-Team style, he makes a go-kart and rams the truck, causing it to roll onto a ditch. Yeah, I like that dinky wee kitty's go-kart is going to have the strength to toss over a truck. They somehow get out unscathed and make their way back into the farmhouse, where they somehow cut the leprechaun's hand off in yet another nod to Evil Dead 2, which by the way did the effect far better in 1986 than here in 1991. Terrible fake hand, which looks far too big for Warwick Davis's real hand. So Tori uses her portable phone, that's portable phone, not a cell phone or a mobile, but a portable phone to call the police, but her battery dies. However, she got through, so it's back to the sheriffs, played by William Newman, the sheriff radios Deputy Trippett, and of course the leprechaun answers in his voice, telling them he doesn't need any backup. So, back at the farm, Tori is patching up Ozzy's ear and Nathan's leg after the leprechaun tries to take a bite out of Ozzy's ear, until Ozzy spills about the gold and him swallowing one coin. As Tori grills Alex about the gold, he tells her it's in the well in the little water bucket. So, like a badass wannabe Sarah Connor, she goes off with the cocked shotgun to face off the little bugger. I love the fact the camera is fixated on her brand new, at the time, LA Gear women's basketball trainers. She finds the bag of gold and hands it to the leprechaun. And she sits there and counts all, finding one short. Back at the farm, the leprechaun attacks Alex while hiding in an ice box, burns his hand on the cooker, and throws out a terrible pun or two. See, I blame Rob England for this. If he didn't use the welcome to prime time, bitch, line in Nightmare on Street 3, making Freddy a punster, none of these terrible rip-offs would have happened. So the leprechaun hides in the cupboards and plays hide-and-seek, then squeezes poor Nathan's <coughs> lucky charms as the leprechaun teleports across the kitchen and then runs off to hide yet again. As he comes in the chimney, he is blasted by Nathan with the shotgun yet again. This is now about six or seven times he's been shot, shouldn't realise bullets don't work. Never noticed just how big this house is. I mean, this thing takes Evil Dead's cabin in the woods and goes for it big style. This thing goes on and on and on, has multiple rooms. In fact, the place is so big it has a hallway 
that the leprechaun uses to play hide and seek in and he skateboards up and down the hallway. He somehow manages to attack from the basement and gets shot yet again. The phone in the house goes and it's the leprechaun demanding his gold so Tory rips the phone off the wall Nightmare Elm Street style only for it ring again. And yet another Nightmare Elm Street nod the leprechaun's hand comes out of the phone just like Freddy's tongue did in Nightmare 1. It's here Ozzy tells Tory he has the final coin in his stomach and that old man Grady is still alive somehow. So off to go to find him by throwing shoes at the leprechaun while Tory drives her jeep. With the leprechaun falling on roller skates, I shit you not, he's actually in roller skates. And he crashes into white picket fence while coyote style. So she makes it to the old folks home late at night, but she gets in perfectly easily. Finds a handy folder on the night desk with a list of the people in the home. So off she goes hunting for little Grady's room. With some of the weirdest camera angles I've ever seen on a film. Until she finally finds Dan O'Grady's room. He tells her about the four-leafed clover patch back at the farm and thinks this is the only way to kill the little leprechaun. But it's not the leprechaun. It's not him. It's the little leprechaun, rather. As it chases her in a wheelchair with some really bad sped-up effects. She makes it to the lifts. That's elevators for my American listeners. And Dan O'Grady falls from the roof and finally tells her about where the four-leaf clover patch actually is. And this thing can actually kill it. So back at the farm, she goes with the leprechaun falling in a wheelchair in yet more terrible sped-up effects. To a fresh piece of astral turf which wasn't there earlier. Oh, sorry, scratch that. It's not... Astral Turf, it's a green light because they couldn't afford Astral Turf apparently. And she goes looking for a four leaf clover just as the leprechaun sneaks up on her and chases her around the now huge farm until she finds the cop car and finds the deputy's dead body. After hunting her down, the leprechaun gets it in the eye with a nightstick so he rips off the deputy's eye. Just like that, Nathan blows away the leprechaun and they all go back to the farm to find a four leaf clover. In the now huge patch, just just before it was looked like it's more like a handful of parsley, but now it's a huge fuck off patch. Meanwhile, that little brat Alex sets a trap up for Leprechaun with the little Leprechaun watching from the rafters. Back at the patch, Ozzy tells Tori she has to believe in order for the four leaf clover to appear. So after she chews him out about not believing in magic. Just like that, a four-leaf clover appears in a gold light that Anderson misses. So she rips out the, the four-leaf clover, clover and runs off with it. Meanwhile, at the barn, and the leprechaun has attacked Alex. However, just before, finally, the leprechaun tries to kill him. Ozzy comes in and yells at the leprechaun, telling him he has his gold coin. I would have let the leprechaun kill the little brat Alex, but hey, well, that's just me. So... He gets chased down by the leprechaun and gets slashed by the leprechaun's shoe buckle multiple times to the face, stomach, hands, etc, etc. Just as Alex, who, who somehow finds yet another four-leaf clover, and shoots it down the leprechaun's throat using a slingshot, causing him to melt and fall down the well. With some bad melting effects and terrible CG effects, the dummy falls down the well, however, the puppet is not dead. So, Nathan bats the leprechaun down the well, pours a jerry can full of gasoline down the well, lighting it, blowing up the little green bugger. 
as it cuts to the morning and cause cops show up as credits roll. So that was Leprechaun 1993, a very low budget movie and boy does it show. This thing had a less than $1 million budget which brought in $10 million plus kicking off a franchise that had six movies with Warwick and one truly awful remake from the WWE Studios. Mental note, if it's WWE Studios, it's bound to be crap. I'm giving this a 5 out of 10, but this is not a horror film, folks. Oh no, this is a comedy or a parody of horror. Still to come, The Ghoulies Review and Batman vs Superman. So come back soon. Bye, and who wears me like a charms? And I'm off to stroke my clover.